Welcome to Good Faith Reads. I'm your host, Jana Peterson, one of those Ernest C. Hines Jr. Spring interns at Good Faith Media. Good Faith Reads is a short podcast released twice a month in which we focus on one of our book authors at Good Faith Media. We have published more than 100 titles under our Nurturing Faith book imprint. And we invite you to check them out at goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore. Today's guest is Russ Dean, author of Finding a New Way Home, The Unlikely Path of a Reluctant Baptist Renegade. He's joining us remotely from Charlotte, North Carolina, where he and his wife, Amy, are pastors of Park Road Baptist Church. Russ, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, and I'm glad to be with you. Thanks for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. One of the standard questions we ask our authors on Good Faith Reads is if you could tell our listeners just what a little bit what your book is about. Amy and I have been co-pastors at Park Road Baptist for 20 years, and uh, we, we have a wonderful ecumenical relationship with the other pastors on Park Road. There's six churches, and for 20 years, we've gotten together once a month to have lunch, basically just fellowship and get to know each other. And so um, about, I, I don't know the year, but about 15 years ago, the Episcopal priest just down the street, you know, a mile and a half down the road, said, you know, Russ, you're not what most of our folks think of when they hear the word Baptist, why don't you come talk to us about how you got where you are from where you started? Now, a little backstory there. He happened to know my family, and my father was a Southern Baptist minister, and he knew all that, so he knew a little bit about my my kind of backstory, and um, so he, he knew kind of the trajectory, and he, he knew about our church and our theology and our, our work in Charlotte, um, and so it was fascinating. I sat down to prepare for a one-hour basically Sunday school class for the for the adults at the Episcopal Church down the street, and nine experiences just came out. I, I really didn't have to work on this. I sat down to think, how did I get where I am from my much more traditional, much more conservative Southern Baptist background? And um, these experiences just came out, and they all could be expressed really in one sentence, one phrase, one line that I heard in a sermon or a lecture or, you know, a, a, a class in school and seminary. Um, and so I, I put those nine things, nine experiences down. I went down the street. I spent an hour talking to the Episcopalians about it. Um, and it stayed in my mind. I, I gave that presentation uh, another time or two to, to well, probably to our church and then another church that had called me to come speak to them. Um, and it just kind of stayed in my, my head for, I don't know, five, six, eight years until I decided, why don't I put this together and see if I could write a book on this? And so I expanded each of the nine experiences um, and then paired that with a sermon, um, not a sermon that was written for this book, but over the 20 years, one thing I say in the book is that my congregation has kind of allowed me to practice my theology, to develop my theology while I'm preaching to them. It's been been kind of, you know, really nice and to have that freedom. And um, so I, I went back and looked over, you know, 15 years worth of preaching 
and found sermons that, that kind of meshed with the theme of, of each of those chapters, the experiences that I had had. And so I paired those together as a way of saying, you know, this is something that I have practiced, that I have learned, and I've kind of worked out this theology that's been developing as the pastor, the co-pastor of a local Baptist church. And so that's how it all came together. Um, and it's been a really fascinating experience to put that together and then to begin sharing that with some folks. As a budding author, I'm always curious to know about the like inception of a book. When did you know this book needed to be written instead of just keeping them to yourself or even your uh, close community? Well, as I say, I, I prepared that sort of a lecture for a Sunday school class presentation. I, I'm sure that I did. I'm sure that I did that for my church, uh, another ch a local church that called me and. You know, they just, these ideas just stayed with me. And as I presented them, each of the times that I presented them, it was just a lot of really interesting interaction with those. And um, I've, I've done a lot of writing. And over the last 10 years, I've, it, it's become an important part of my ministry and, and my work. Um, and so I had been interested in, in, in books and writing a book. And so it, it just kind of occurred to me one day, well, I could take those nine experiences and kind of turn them into a book. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a professor at a, a seminary here in Charlotte. And I mentioned to him one day, you know, I, I like to write a book, but I don't have any idea how to do it. And he said, just start writing, you know, just pick a chapter and start writing. Well, that encouragement, along with those kind of non-discrete experiences, you know, it, it was pretty easy to do. Okay, well, let me sit down and let me expand, you know, this three minutes that I spent on the first point. Well, let me expand that into well, sort of 10 pages per chapter is kind of sort of my target. Um, and so it really came together fairly easily since I had kind of, you know, that nine point outline pretty, pretty easily, you know, together. Your book has a really unique format, I noticed, with you start with these questions that you want the, that you're inviting your readers to consider, and then a narrative, and then you've paired that with a sermon. Can you just explain maybe why this is a kind of a, a magic trifecta for this book? The, the purpose of the book is not just to share and re really not mostly to share my journey, but to encourage people to um, consider their own journeys. And so, I, you know, I, I offer my story from, you know, Southern Baptist Preacher's Kid to, you know, co-pastor now of a progressive, a theologically progressive Baptist church as, as, as an example but my, in, my interest in the book really is not, I mean, I don't say everybody needs to end up where I am. That's not at all the purpose of the book. Um, I'd like to encourage people to be able to engage their own questions. Wh who and what um, changed your own faith? You know, what has made your faith alive and real for you? Um, and so how do I get people to engage their own story more than just to read my story? Um, and so, you know, I've read books that would have a have study questions, and I don't know why I decided to put those at the beginning of the chapter, but rather than, you know, read the chapter and then have some study questions, I thought, well, you know, what if you, what if I tried to sort of prime the pump and ask people to consider, you know, some aspect of their own life, you know, that follows the question I was asking in that chapter. Let me prime the pump, get them thinking about that, and then 
read the chapter. And then let me share with you how I have kind of engaged that as a public speaker, a, you know, a pastor, a proclaimer. Um, and so it, it has been an interesting um, kind of pairing the, those three different experiences. And, you know, the response I've gotten from people has been really, really nice. You know, it, it, they've said it's been great to have those questions to do just what you said, you know, to help me start thinking about my own engagement in this aspect of faith before I read about yours. Um, and I think maybe that's been a way to get people to um, to engage in their own experience rather than just read about mine. So that's how that came about. And it, it, it seems to have been a pretty, pretty good formula. You know. We'll be right back in 30 seconds with more of Good Faith Reads. Lot Carey is proud to bring you conversations with some of the best and brightest pastors coast to coast. Our new podcast, Pilgrimages of Striving and Thriving, delivers wisdom from the Black church for the whole church. Find us wherever you get your podcasts or listen online at lotcary.org. That's L-O-T-T-C-A-R-E-Y dot org. We look forward to the pilgrimage with you. Welcome back to Good Faith Reads. Today we're joined remotely by Russ Dean, author of Good Faith Media book, Finding a New Way Home. And I'm Jana Peterson of Good Faith Media. Russ, could you tell us a little bit about your writing process? Did you set weekly goals or daily word count? Did you ever face writer's block? Yeah, I've, I've never faced any writer's block. I usually have to cut rather than <laughs> try to figure out what more to say. Um, Amy and I are different that way about preaching. You know, a lot of times I'll be working on a sermon and she'll say, how's your sermon coming? I said, well, I'm to the cutting point, you know, so I've always got more to say than I need to say. Um, um, I think my process, this friend of mine who said, well, just start writing. And it reminded me of something that I read in one of Anne Lamott's books. I think it was her book, Bird by Bird, where she says, just write, just start writing every day, just write. And um, so that was, that was how this came about for me. And honestly, it was not difficult. It was, it was a real joy. Um, I had had the nine chapters laid out. I, I knew where I was going with the book before I started. I knew that people were engaged with that because of the three experiences that I had had in sharing those. And so, um, you know, I just sat out to, to, to figure out what how, how I'm going to tell that story, you know, the first experience happened my freshman year at Furman University, what else do I need to put in there to kind of engage and set the context for people and all that. And so it kind of like the, the first experience where I sat down and tried to figure out um, what the, how I got where I am from where I started, it all just came out. When I sat down to write each chapter, it all just kind of came out. Um, I did I did work on the writing for a couple of years in, in that um, I've, I've spent a week in the winter, each of the last maybe six years with a friend of mine, Dr. John Ballinger, who's a pastor in, in uh, Baltimore. And John and I are part of a pastor's group that gets together each summer. We spend a week together preparing our lectionary uh, preaching themes for the year. So we spent a week together for 17 years. And about six years ago, John and I, who, who do a lot of writing, said, let's get together in the winter 
and have a writer's retreat. And so uh, a couple of times, some of these other pastors have joined us, but it's been mostly been John and me. And we've gone to a little farmhouse on the Eastern shore of Maryland. Um, it's, you know, there's usually been snow on the ground and nothing to do, but sit in a chair and, um, you know, glue your seat uh, of your pants to the seat of the chair and sit there all day long. And so I've gotten a lot of work done um, in, in two years of, of that retreat. So, you know, I said, I'm, I'm really going to concentrate on finding the sermons that are going to go with these. And, you know, so did a lot of, you know, reading through old sermons. And so I, I worked on this book for two of those writing retreats and it took those two years to kind of make it come together. But really, you know, once I sat down to say, okay, I'm going to write this first chapter, it, you know, however long it takes you to write 10 pages, it, it kind of came out pretty smoothly, you know. What's your hope for your readers as they spend time with your book? I don't want to just share my story. I'm not asking people to mimic my journey of faith. Um, I'm not asking anybody to land where I land on any of those nine chapters. I'm not asking anybody to land where I land um, as a reluctant Baptist renegade, anything like that. That's just where I am. I'm, I, I am interested in, and, and the people that have responded to my book, this is how they have responded. They have said, this has really helped me. These are the questions I've had. A lot of people have said, I've never had any place to ask these questions in my church. I've never been able to engage these. I talked with a friend who was in seminary with me. He's been an associate pastor for 30 years. And he said, you know, Russ, I've not been able to ask the questions you've engaged since I was a seminary student. I I can't ask those in any of the churches I've been in. I can't engage to the to the level that you have done. I really appreciate you uh, helping me, giving me permission, you know, to kind of ask the questions and, and to and to uh, think about my own journey. And so, um, you know, what I want people to get out of this is to write your own book. You know, sit down and think through what are the six or eight or nine or ten or fifteen experiences that you have had. Where are you today? Where did you start? You know, and I don't care whether you've gone left or right or forward or backward or whatever. Where have you moved? How have you, you know, how have you changed? Um, so that's what I want people to get out of the book. An important note to all of our listeners. We at Good Faith Media are always accepting book proposals. Our authors engage with an experienced team of editors, designers, and marketers to produce and sell books on a variety of topics. If you have a book proposal you'd like to run by us, head on over to goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore for more information. Russ, as we've discussed, you're both sharing your own story and inviting the reader to embark on their own similar journey towards home. Do you have a, a piece of your story or a question or something that you would like to share that might uh, invite our readers to pick up your book and learn more? I think one of the lasting um, messages that I want to give, I, I like to say I, I'm a cheerleader for the church. I really believe in the church. And while I have, um, while I'm not where I started, you know, my, my Baptist church is not like my father's Baptist church um, in, in many, many ways. Um, um, I have not ever really been tempted to leave the church, to leave faith. I, I have had other friends who have gone the way I have gone, and they've ended up 
you know, walking away. They, they've ended up leaving the church. And um, I, I am, I have never really been, been tempted to that. And so, you know, my, my book, Finding a New Way Home, I've been able to ask all the questions. I've been able to engage and deal with the issues that my parents taught me as a child. And in my conclusion of the book, I say, you know, I believe I believe almost everything my parents taught me as a Southern Baptist kid going to Southern Baptist Sunday school and, you know, all that stuff. I believe almost everything they taught me. I just believe it all differently. And um, it's really been uh, it's it's been a, a way for me to deepen my own faith and and engage my own faith without having to walk away. Um, and I think my parents example, while they theologically are in very different, they're, they're aging now. And, um, um, uh, my dad's no longer in ministry. Um, but I think their example in faith and something about the integrity of their lives and their faith and what it meant to them has, has been an underlying encouragement for me, even though I'm in a very different place now, personally, pastorally, you know, this church, um, their example of integrity and faith, um, it still, you know, is, is still my example and still holds me close. And so um, I'd love for people to engage their faith as a way of staying in the faith. You know, we, we go deeper in faith, not wander off and, and you know, w- walk somewhere else, you know. So that, that really has is, is what has happened for me. It has caused me to dig deeper into each of the issues, into all the aspects of faith. I've never been tempted to walk away. And I'd love to give permission to ask all the questions they want to ask, to come with all the um, unconventional answers they want to give, you know, all the unorthodoxy they need to bring, whatever it is, wherever you are, you can bring that and you can bring that to the church. And uh, I'm actually convinced the church isn't going to survive if we don't give people permission to do that. So engage your faith, ask all the questions you want to ask, and stay engaged in a church somewhere. You know, I'm a church cheerleader. I, I want people to be engaged in faith, engaged in church. Our guest today on Good Faith Reads has been Russ Dean, author of Finding a New Way Home, The Unlikely Path of a Reluctant Baptist Renegade. The book, along with more than 100 other titles, is available as both a print book and an ebook at goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore. Russ, I really appreciate you being our guest today. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Jen. I've enjoyed the conversation. I really appreciate it.